into the it is Monday, the 10th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Shane, how are you? Thankfully, the rain has stopped at least for the moment. You've been busy. Lunch with Lee all over the shop. Yeah, had a really good lunch with Lee on Friday, mate. I had um, hmm. a good mate and former uh, Australian and Olympian um, baseballer, David Hines, on the show oh, yeah. with a guy called Wildman. Well, uh, his name's Mark Zanotti. He's an AFL footballer from WA and the Brisbane Bears uh, for the West Coast Eagles. Very, very funny man, mate. It was a good laugh. Well, I'll look forward to that one. That sounds sounds really good. All right, we've got a big show on the way. Big weekend for Australian sport and all the footy news. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Now, something that uh, I'm enjoying at the moment is the cricket is starting to heat mm. up, of course, ahead of the T20 World Cup. And uh, a, a high-scoring game, well, is it called high-scoring when they get over 200 in a T20 game? England and Australia, um, they do tend to set records all the time. But uh, this was this was pretty good to watch. Australia, um, obviously a little bit undermanned, but um, England got the chocolates in the end. Yeah, well, as you said to me, the World Cup starts on the 16th mm. of October, so the end of this week. Um, and Australia has a few games against England here. They, they went down. Australia scored nine for 200. England, six for 205. Alex Hales was the best for the Poms, 84 off about 51 balls, and Josh Butler also chipping with 68 off 32. Um, but Australia really tried uh, a bit of a different bowling attack to see who's going to potentially take the other spots within the, the World Cup squad. But Nathan Ellis doing the best for the Aussies, 3 for 20 off 4. Um, he bowled really, really well. And Warner was the top top with a bat too. He scored 73 off 44. Yeah, they, they experimented with Green at the top of the order. I don't know whether that's going to work long term, but uh, Marsh and, and Warner, that partnership uh, looked really good and then they started to lose wickets. And look, it's inconsequential when you, you think about it for the T20 World Cup at all uh, preparation. Now, I don't think Henry Hunt will end up playing a lot of international T20 because he's an opener that takes his time, but he could be in the Australian test side at some point. Now, he's a 25-year-old, place for South Australia, and he, I think he batted for nearly 400 balls, didn't he, for 97 to save the Redbacks? He did, mate. Um, isn't it funny these days, and mm. someone can bat for a whole day, there's uh, headlines about them. Um, it's just the world that we live in, the fast-paced world. But look, he did really well. He faced 326 deliveries for his 97 not out, um, 107 overs he faced in the fourth innings. Uh, starting the day at none for 38 against Victoria, they were sort of given an unchaseable target of 425. So he just knuckled down and batted out the whole day and um, and got a draw for South Australia, which is good to see from, from a young opener who's already scored, I think, seven first-class hundreds. Yeah, well, he may well end up in that test side because yep. it is the changing face, isn't it, of, of cricket with all the, the limited overs and the T20s. Well, limited overs, we don't see a lot of 50-over games and we've been talking about that throughout the course of the year. But uh, watch out for that name, um, Henry 
Hunt from South Australia. Now, Nick Kyrgios, uh, look, it was such a cracking run this year, doing so well in Japan, then boom, his knee went. Yeah, well, he's had that knee niggle for a while now, um, mm. and he had to pull out of his quarterfinal versus uh, Taylor Fritz. Um, but he's also in the semifinal with his good mate, Tanasi Kokonakis. Um, so he had a withdrawal from that as well. And look, he just said that towards the end of this year, he's talking about the Australian Open, he wants to win the doubles title here again. Um, and he wants to um, potentially take out that, that Australian Open in a singles um, division as well. So he's just getting his knee right. But yeah, frustrating when you're in really good form. Oh, it'd be great if he could carry that form into the Australian mm. summer. Of course, Roger Federer now um, retiring. I, don't, I wouldn't think Rafael Nadal is going to be too far behind him. So uh, it opens up a bit. Obviously, there's still lots and lots of other great players, but uh, Rafa became a dad as well. Yeah, congratulations to him having a little boy. They haven't named it yet, mm. but uh, rumours going around it might be Roger. <laughs> that'd be a nice touch, wouldn't it? I mean, that'd be some serious pressure on that poor kid. Young Roger Nadal. Well, um, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, how good to see. I was watching a bit of this game this morning, yeah. Manchester United, uh, beating Everton 2-1, and uh, he scored his 700th goal. 700th club goal, which is unbelievable. He's been on the bench quite a lot this year. Um, finally yeah. gone on to, as you said, to, to seal a really good win over Everton 2-1. Um, some other results. Timmy Arsenal winning 3-2 over Liverpool was a good result. West Ham 3-1 over Fulham. And Crystal Palace winning 2-1 over Leeds were the, were the big um, results on the weekend. Yeah, Arsenal uh, one point uh, ahead on the competition table, of course, and just ahead of Manchester City. And Erling Haaland, he, he's the guy that's getting all the headlines. <laughs> it was funny the other day when he um, stopped and picked up the ref's water bottle. <laughs> his spray canister, yeah. You know, during during the match. And uh, mm. look, this guy's scored three hat-tricks already this season. Uh, his last one coming in the demolition of uh, Man United when they won 6-3. But yeah, he bent over and just picked up the refs thing mid-play and then sprinted off and a minute later, he's putting one in the back of the net. So he's um, he's having a good time and playing a lot of mind games with his defenders. Oh yeah, he's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. All right, stay with us. We've got uh, NRL drama at Manly. There's always drama at Manly. AFL, we're counting down to um, that trade window closing. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same-game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian-owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Now, the AFL, the biggest AFL trades are still left, uh, and this all finishes up on Wednesday, Shano. This is a huge story. Three days to go, but traditionally what they do, Timmy, is they really sort of wait right to the end to see if they can eke out a, um, a better trade pick or a, a, a mm. better selection from the draft next year. Um, the big ones still haven't been finalised. Uh, Josh Dunkley to Brisbane. Um, Luke Jackson to Frio. That hasn't been completed yet. Brody um, Grundy to Melbourne. And Jason Horn Francis to Port Adelaide. We were speaking about that over a week ago, that that um, trade. Yeah. It still hasn't been finalised yet, and I think it'll come right down to the wire. 
Interesting at Manly in the NRL, I read comments this morning from Ray Dibb, the former Bulldog CEO, who is basically telling Manly to sack Des Hasler yeah. now because the dramas will just keep getting worse. And, of course, that's what he needed to do at the Bulldogs. Now, Desi's been an amazing coach over the course of time, though. Uh, but it's all it all is turning pear-shaped, isn't it, at Manly? Generally, Manly in the past have been able to sort of uh, continue to kick on through the drama and be successful, but they've had a bludger of a year, really. Well, yeah, if you look at Manly's history in the last few years, they've, they've changed mm. more of their board and their executives um, in and around the football club, not really the players. Um, but since the, the, that Pride jersey debacle round, they, they lost seven straight. And they said that the whole situation within an hour is very toxic under Des Hasler. Um, now, the... The board want to bring in Anthony Seabold, mm. um, the former Bronco, as assistant, then to take over from Desi. Desi doesn't want that. Desi wants Queensland assistant um, Josh Hannay um, as his assistant, but they don't really want that. So they're at logheads at the moment. Some are saying Desi may have coached his last game for the Sea Eagles. Yeah, and look, as soon as Tom Travojevich got injured and he was out for the season, you almost put mm. a red felt pen through them, didn't you? Thinking, well, they just yep. can't do it. So, um, yeah, dramas at Manly. Uh, we'll have to watch this space and see what happens, whether Des has coached his last game. Nikita Zhu, that was a good win, wasn't it, in the boxing? Looked good, didn't he? He just mm. pulled this guy apart. Uh, Dark and Dryden uh, is a brutal demolition, really. And um, in three rounds, the 24-year-old just hammered him with left hooks. And, um, yeah, he looks really good. Looks, just, It's a great boxing pedigree there. Um, there's no doubt. But he, he's a real scrapper, and I, I like the way that he fights. We're seeing stories continue uh, in both rugby league. James Graham, of course, was at the the head of a big story on the weekend about um, how concussions have affected him, and he's only freshly retired. Mm. AFL has its problems here also in Australia, Rugby Union. And uh, the NFL, the NFL tends to be the centrepiece, doesn't it, when it comes to yep. concussion. And they've decided on a rule change. Well, they have. So this has been both agreed to by the NFL and the NFL Players Association. Um, and this is around concussion protocols. And it followed um, the head knock to the Miami Dolphins quarterback, um, Tua Tagovaiola. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, he basically played on with now proven head injuries. Um, and they say it can't happen anymore. And look, he he collapsed on the side of the field and um, wasn't wasn't feeling that well, but continued to play on. And um, and that just can't happen in this day and age. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, they've they've put changes in place domestically here and lots of sports around the world. It has mm. to be done. Uh, all the co- all the uh, the motor racing was focused on Bathurst on the weekend. Shane Van Gisbergen winning his second Bathurst. Garth Tander, of course, uh, teamed up with Shane. That's his fifth, uh, also for Shane, it just is a, another dominant year for him. The last couple of years, he's been red hot. Mate, that was as wet as the city to Hobart, wasn't it? That, yeah, that of race, it was, it was bloody, looked bloody dangerous. But um, look, Shane Van Ginsburg, and he's had a fantastic season once again. Nineteen wins, um, as you said, second at Bathurst and Tanders fifth. And um, look, uh, yeah, they, they were dominant in, in very, very tricky conditions. And the old tractor on the racetrack, uh, Max Verstappen was yeah. uh, crowned F one uh, champion world champion but uh, this well you could only call it terrifying couldn't you the the tractor incident um at the latest grand prix oh, that was scary mate that's over in japan and they're pretty good at keeping things organized uh, in in the background but um mm. yeah but that, that's his second world title um it, of course he won last year in those um really interesting circumstances but uh yeah verstappen crowned world drivers champion yeah um well done to him and yeah. uh 
they'll be making sure that there's no tractors on the track going no. forward. That, that was a surprise, wasn't it? Because the, the Japanese are so precise uh, in and around their sports detail. All right, mate. Well, wrapping it up today on a much lighter note, um, we watched the Australian cricket team and the livery, the, the, their uniforms change quite often. Um, obviously, uh, I never received a uniform myself, <laughs> being only the reporter. But you did. what was it like getting your first kit? Oh, it was... It was- Absolutely amazing to me. I remember the first time getting my first New South Wales outfit when I was 18 and mm. having the, the blue and the, and the light blue and the, and the dark blue sort of trims and that sort of stuff. That was fantastic. But when I was first selected to go to in the Australian team, I was flown out of Port, I think it was in Port Stephens with Michael Bevan playing this other game for New South Wales and we, and we flew straight to Adelaide and I'd never um, received any of the yellow gear before and got to my hotel room and it was just covered uh, and the yellow helmet was there, and the yellow pads, and and the canary yellow uh, outfit. It was um, it was an amazing experience just to stand there. And I, and I think I tried it on in front of the mirror for about twenty five minutes before I went out to training. But uh, I'd never seen so much yellow gear in one room. It was um, yeah, it made, it made me feel really good. And just just thought of the guys who are coming to this T twenty experience right now for this World Cup. They'll be going through similar emotions. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't blame you. I reckon I would have. I've got booked for loitering looking in the mirror in mind you Australian kid if I ever got it. Not sure they fit me now, Tim. <laughs> That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away and a leak bet. Uh, if you want to have a punt, get on. They've got a brand new app, mate. Check it out. And, of course, thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.